Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and today I have the opportunity to interview a brand new game changer. Monica Tovar has been nominated by Belene as an animal game changer, and we're so excited to have her join us this morning. So Monica, congratulations on your game changer nomination. We're so excited to spend a few minutes with you this morning, learning more about the awesome work you're doing, helping animals be nourished better. So welcome and thanks for joining us. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Belen, for nominating me, really. It was a huge surprise, and I'm, I'm, I feel honored to be here, really. So thank you. Thank you for this space that you have. In so I am, um, it has been wonderful for me. This Game Changer platform has fed my soul, been able to connect with a lot of amazing professionals like you doing really great work. But part of the interest is learning about how you got inspired to do what you're doing. So for our readers and listeners who don't know who you are, if you'll back up to when um, maybe you could walk us through how you learned about the importance of food and then uh, how you decided to put that into practice, making it your, I don't wanna say job, but making it your passionate career that you are, because for most of us, it's not so much a job as we have to do it. And I know that that's true with you as well. So um, back us up to when, when you first started thinking about how food really matters. Yeah, uh, well, it, it is a passion, as you say, indeed, it's, it's like a need, right, to talk about this and to tell people about it. So, uh, well, the funny thing is, I, I, this started with my dog, Kella. She's 13 years old now. She's, she's laying right there. And when I got her, she was a little puppy. And the first year of her, of her life was miserable. Like it was diarrhea, vomiting, diarrhea, vomiting all the time. The joints, like everything, like she was really limping of a front leg. So I thought she had dysplasia. It was, it was a whole thing, right? So I kept changing kibble of course because this is funny I went I am a vet tech now but I went to I'm from Venezuela originally and I went to vet school in Venezuela for four years it's a five-year degree in Venezuela so I did four then life happened and I had to quit so I didn't graduate right mm -hmm. so when I was in vet school it's it's funny because I hated nutrition I hated the subject mm. if I could I would skip the classes because I didn't want to learn how to feed a pig to make him fatter earlier so that you can kill it earlier right yeah. so for me it wasn't it, i just hated it but i loved biochemistry and i loved mm -hmm. teaching that i discovered that in in vet school i i was decided that i i had decided that i was going to be a, a university teacher because i love teaching so fast forward and now i have my dog and i'm thinking back and i'm thinking but there has to be something about the food because all these diarrheas and one day i'm I was grabbing, I changed cable to a very famous, very expensive brand. I put my hand in it to grab a, I didn't use a cup. I just used my hand, right? When I grabbed it, I'm like, I can't, like my hand was so greasy. And I, I really, I thought this, this, this is not right, you know? So I decided, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some research. So I started doing some research. 13 years ago, there was not a lot. I found out a lot in English, of course, and, and thank God that wasn't a problem for me. I found out about Dr. Billinghurst. I found out about his books. I read his books and immediately it was like, of course. I mean, of course, how can you, dear Lord, how have I been? And I started, it's funny because it's, it's not funny, it's sad that I started 
remembering all my dogs in Venezuela and the diseases yeah. that they got. And I immediately saw it was just the food. If I yeah. had known this before, you know? So of course I started, as soon as I changed the diet, immediately she changed, everything changed. She started limping again about two months ago. She's 13. She hadn't limped in 13 years. So wow. Yeah, so it's like she I never take her to the vet. Is she's in a beautiful health, like it's amazing. So uh I had to talk about this and I started talking to my friends and I started, you know, and then I found out that there were some Facebook groups, but in Spanish, people, I don't know in English, but people were really really mean <laughs> to other people. Yeah. Like people would ask and people would be like, oh no, you have to read 73 files, read the files before you ask any question. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to make up, I'm going to create a Facebook group that is called something like Barf for Rookies. And I don't care. You can ask the same question a hundred times because I just make a Word document with all the questions I just copy and paste. And I reply, you know, people need to be comforted and, and listened to and they need to, we're all afraid to do this change, yeah. right? So sorry if I'm being too, <laughs> I'm going no, too it's, it's no, it's beautiful. And I love that. And I also love that you recognize that even though as we become educated and as our knowledge as pet parents begins to progress, there's always new parents coming in. There's new people coming in saying, I just heard this for the first time. And they do need to be supported and they do need to be able to ask questions. Even though we're answering the question over and over and over, there's still a brand new category of people that need that same response and a response that's caring and empathetic and warm and understanding, uh, despite the fact that maybe we've answered it 6,000 times, those new people still need support. So it's wonderful that you provided that. I can only imagine that your group grew quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. And and yeah, people were happy that they could, that, that they could just, you know, ask again. Yeah. And I just yeah. answer again. And that's it. And so then what? So then what was the next step? So then the next step I started, I talked to Dr. Bellinghurst, I sent an email and I said, I want to translate your book. You know, you, you, I, I, people in Spanish need to, need to learn about, you know, from, from good sources also, because you could see all sort of things in Spanish too. Like, yeah. So yeah. I translated his book and, and then I brought him to Spain also like, because this is my thing. Mm, my passion is teaching, but my passion is really empowering people and helping them overcome these fears because the fears that we have, that vets have, I, I always tell people, listen, don't get angry at your vet. Your vet is afraid. It's not, he's not mean. They, they act mean sometimes and they tell you off, but, but not because yeah. it's just he's afraid. He's afraid you're really going to hurt your, your dog or your cat, right? Yeah. So, so I think we need to empower people by explaining, you know, of course you can do this. Like I have a five-year-old boy that when I, when I came home from the hospital with him, I couldn't believe nobody would give me a, you know, a menu or something like they would trust me. Like when, when he was six months, I went to the pediatrician and, and I'm like, she's like, okay, you start with solids. And I'm like, okay, give me a, you know, give me a thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. Monica, come on, you know, common sense. You know, start with veggies and this and that. And and it's like, okay, they let you do that with a baby, human, <laughs> human baby. And 
we have that. We know we can. We need to learn a few things because, of course, they've been erased from our brains by this marketing and these corporations. But but once you learn these few things, it's not that difficult. And I think we need to help people gather because then once they know that they fall in love with nutrition it's incredible the amount of people that they they've you know they've done one of my courses or they've watched my youtube videos and they say now i love nutrition i want to learn more i want to do is is so that's i think that's beautiful and not only is it beautiful what you've from from my perspective what you've done is you remove the fear from food And I think sometimes people just need to be, they're so afraid better. You hit the nail on the head. Veterinarians are frightened that they, that their clients could be erroneously going down down a path that could, that could inadvertently harm their animal. And rather than risk the animal being harmed, let's just say, no, don't do it, Mm -hmm. which perpetuates more fear. And what you've done is you are helping people who have a desire to use food as medicine. You're removing the fear by coaching them through the easy steps, but with guidance and support and empathy and patience, you're guiding them through the process of doing it in a way that allows them to not have fear. And it's really important. So talk to me then a little bit about how you started consulting with pet parents. Yeah, probably just need. I'm assuming people called and said, oh my gosh, can you help me? And there, that was a natural unfolding. Yeah, yeah, it was completely natural. I started after the Facebook group, I created my blog, and then I started, you know, posting articles and everything. And then I decided, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do a basic, basic course, because with everything I teach, I think, again, I'm sorry if I repeat myself, but if you understand the basics, then you can get it as complicated as you want. Is is everybody has a lifestyle? Everybody has complications. Everybody has a lot of things that some people cannot do not have the the time or the space to you know get there. So you know, buy prepare food, buy a good brand, or do this. But yeah. once once I started with this basic course, I thought I'm going to do a very short course, very basic, so people can start. And then they started. Of course, they saw the blog and they started asking me, and then. And then I started consulting with them and, and it's, it's beautiful. All the, the, the responses, right. It's like yeah. the change is incredible. Like, especially of course you get, um, you get the difficult cases, like a lot of God problems, a lot of intolerances and yeah. all those things, but it's amazing how, how some of them, not all of them, of course, but some of them can be resolved so quickly. I was, I was yeah. talking to a, a man that called me once and he's like, you know, this puppy, six months and never, never a solid stool. And so I, I always say to people that say, listen, we're going to, I'm going to walk you through. We're going to do this. It could be resolved in a week and it could be resolved in six months or in a year. It's going to depend on your pet's body on a lot of factors that, you know, you can't predict. And the guy's like, oh no, don't tell me that. And I'm like, well, I just ask you to be patient because we need to start and then we'll see. The next day, like it was incredible. The next day, we started with, with bone broth and, and a protocol that I have. And it, the next day, the guy's like, listen, I don't want to get excited. First solid poo my dog has done today. And I'm like, well, that's great. Let's not get, you know, too overexcited. It might go back, you know. It just, 
don't worry, let's keep going. Yeah. Let's ne- never again. Like the dog was like that the next day. And yes, of course that can happen. And you're like, oh yeah, that's great. It's not me. It's the dog's body, you know, that reacted in that way. But, but yeah, it was, it was sort of like, yeah, it, it followed the, uh, the blog and the YouTube videos and all that. Yeah. It, it's wonderful. It's also, so it is those kind of cases when you get that instantaneous improvement, of course, makes, they feed our soul. One of the things that I tell my clients is I can't predict when your dog or cat is going to respond. However, we have to nourish them. So we might as well be nourishing them in a way that restores and rebuilds their gut biome, that we're focusing on remo- you know, detoxifying the body. We might as well start in knowing it may take a week, a month, a year. It's better than what you were doing that was not doing anything. And most people understand that. But I tell you what, when you get those instantaneous improvements, you're like, oh, thank you for a body that can respond so quickly because yeah. that, the body's ability to heal, of course, is what dictates that time frame. It's not, it's not us as no, you know, no it's not us yeah. with nutrition. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it, the other blessing is that you're bilingual. That helps immensely that, you know, there's, so talk to me a little bit about the barometer in, in Canada, in the U S is that people are much more interested in fresh, fresher foods, partly because the younger generation is recognizing common sense is kicking in and the younger generation, the next generation, you know, the next two generations are recognizing, you know what? I know that I shouldn't be eating ultra processed fast food all the time for me or my child. This makes sense that I wouldn't do this. A little bit of ultra processed food, fine. We all eat some, you know, fast food, but a lifetime of fast food, I don't know. It just, I think my dog or cat needs more. And so veterinarians that have been preaching or wellness consultants that have been preaching, improving animals' diets are finally at a place where we're seeing hard work come to fruition because common sense is kicking in and the arguments are far fewer with veterinarians because veterinarians are recognizing they're going to have to accept this or they're going to lose 20% of their clientele, 30% of their clientele. So by default, vets are like, darn it. <laughs> okay, then we'll, okay. I'll, I'll accept a homemade diet. Tell me about it. With a client. Yeah. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that um, with with the people that you're working with as well? Yeah, well, I work with with people in Spain and with a lot of people in Latin America too. And yeah. I can tell you at the veterinary level is Latin America. That's, it's okay. amazing. I have a lot of vets doing my courses and they they know that I, I'm officially a vet tech, that I'm not a vet. And they they take my course. They're like, I want to take your course. Like they they have this mind, they have an open mind, right? And they're really yeah. like, yes, common sense. Yes, of course. Here is a little, in Spain, it's more the, the guardians. It's more the guardians. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because most of my clients and most of the people that do my courses or everything are like between 30 and up. It's not It's not very young people. It's, it's people. Interesting. Yes, That's it's great. interesting. But in, but in Latin America, yeah, there's, there's, here there are vets, of course, that are, that are starting. But it's not a lot. It's still, I think still there's a lot of work here to do. And so if people wanted to learn more about people are listening and hearing this and thinking, my gosh, I want to take the course. Where do they go to learn more? Uh, Well, I have a website that is my whole name. Uh, I'm sorry because it's long. It's, (laughs) yeah, sorry. (laughs) Long and in Spanish. So it's Monica Gonzalez 
tovar all together dot com and then there they have the blog then they have the 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 shop where they can look at my courses then i i also have a membership that i started a couple of months ago to also to to keep like i tell people you know we can we can still i'm learning all the time all the time i'm and i love to study so i'm i'm all the time reading new things so even even saying things listen Two years ago, I said blah 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 blah, and now yeah. I've read and now I've studied, and I'm gonna change. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Yeah. So yeah. So Beautiful. it's it's it was it happened with Steve Brown with with the fat and puppies. It's it's this thing about cognitive development, and I was like, I, you know, I kept saying, don't don't be obsessed with taking all the fat because people would take all the fat off of the. Yeah. The, the the food and I'm like no don't do it they need fat they need and then I heard Steve Brown talking about puppies and everything and so I keep I, that's the idea that you can keep you know teaching people and of telling course. them what's going on and yeah it, it's wonderful and I think all of us in the fresh feeding community the more we're all perpetual learners and the more that we learn the more that we say okay I'm, I'm changing my thought and I'm tweaking this and <laughs> you know what what I said last year I can update now because we know more we're all in the process of learning more and being better stewards better better at knowledge transfer better at at being able to be um a better resource which is Wonderful, yeah. I think, and, and a really important aspect of this is a brand fresh feeding, despite the fact that it's ancient and evolutionary and what animals have done innately, we are still trying to make sure that we're providing the best information, which requires this ongoing learning, which is part of part of the exciting piece of partnering with pet parents who also are equally as excited. So I'm sure that it doesn't feel like work to you, but when you get up in the morning, Monica, what's one of what what do you love most about this fantastic work that you're doing? Oh, to be honest, I, I, what I love the most is working with fears and, and, and taking them away. like, Mm -hmm. I talk a lot about, about what, what the marketing of the big companies has done to us. And I try to explain to people, this is why you think this This is why you ask people in the street, what does a dog eat? And they say kibble, like it's, 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 it's horrible and it's been so bad. So I just, I just, I think we need to get to that, to that layer and say to people, you know what? Really no. So I love to, to do, to, to take complex subjects and turn them into simple information. I love to do that. Right. That really like, it's, it's really funny because one of my videos on YouTube is really, it's really bad. It's the first I was pregnant. It was horrible. The, the, the sound is horrible. Everything is bad about that video, right? People, sometimes they put like, oh, the sound is horrible. Of course, I did it five years ago. I was pregnant. And, but I'm explaining the percentages, how to calculate, because I realized when I was talking to people and saying 2%, 2% 20% of the 2%, people are like, uh Wow. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do you know with a with a with a board and I just so good. And it has like two hundred thousand, whatever. It's because people need it. So I love that. I love even though I know sometimes it's it's like very simple stuff, but I think people need it and that fills me, that fills my heart. Well, it's, and it's beautiful and it, and yeah, it should fill your heart, but you're also providing a tremendous, you're filling in the gaps for people that have big question marks. You're reducing their questions. You're easing their fears and you're making it, you're making the information accessible, but also doable. Like they can, they can take your information and say, you know what? 
I can do this. And that's really, you're empowering them. And that's really important. So if you, Monica, would want the world to know one thing <laughs> about what about all the magnificent work that everything you've learned so far, if you could let the world know one thing, what would it be? <laughs> it's It's something funny that I say many times. And it's, you can be a superhero, okay? You can be your dog's or your cat superhero. Like we have this amazing power. We, we have the power over everything about them. We decide when they go out, how long, where to, when do they eat, what do they eat, where do they sleep, when, when do they pee and poo, everything it's in our hands. And that is a big responsibility. So I think one of the things that is the easiest and, and it has a tremendous, enormous importance is diet. And it's the easiest because I understand that if you have a nine to seven job, there's going to be only certain times where you can take your dog out. So that is going to be difficult to change. Or there are certain things that are more difficult. But diet is one of the ones that if I help you make it easy, if I help you organize it so that it's, it's simple and it's easy, then you can make you can have this tremendous effect, beautiful, amazing effect on your dog's or your cat's health. And, and I think that power and that and that I don't know, that we we can we can do so many things, so many things. Like self-selection, for example, is so such a such a little nugget of freedom we give them, and then it fills them in such a way or so, by the way, that I learned that from Dr. Isla Fishburne, and we should nominate her for for, he, for this. Yes. Can I nominate her? Do, do yes, yes, do do that because it, yes. it's very true. So, you know, so just simple choices, allowing our animals to have choices, is something that I think we don't necessarily think about. And yes, that's exactly. Um, th those are those little pearls of giving animals freedoms, including freedom of, you know, what veggie they might want to nibble on or what snack they prefer, what protein source they're interested in. That seems like little things and yet um, makes a huge difference for that animal's quality of life, stress level, um, your relationship, you know, a bunch of things improve when animals are given choice. So that's a great example. You know, I love that Belen took the time to nominate you. And I love that you have put your heart and soul into providing resources for people that have a lot of questions and probably a lot of fears and don't know where to start. You've made it easy and accessible to start the process of nourishing pets better. And I love the fact that you have put so much time and effort into building a platform that helps people do that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really, I'm, I'm, I'm just honored and, and grateful for to Belen and, and to you for doing this and to you for your work. Really, it's, it's you're an inspiration, of course. And and I, I'm just I'm just really grateful to be able to do what I'm doing. <laughs>